What's going on, ladies and gents? I'm Billy Donnelly, and I'm getting old quickly. Welcome back to another brand new episode of the podcast. For those of you who have been here before, as usual, welcome back. You know the rules, you know the drill, you know the lay of the land, you know what it is that we're here to do. But if this is your first time joining us, also welcome. Welcome aboard on our journey of self-discovery and self-reflection, of introspection and self-improvement. Basically, we try to put in the emotional work week in and week out to be better today than we were yesterday and to be better tomorrow than we were today. Also to help destigmatize the conversation around our mental health struggles and to encourage you to talk openly and honestly about what's going on in your life within your life. So what's on the agenda this week? Well, I am uh, I'm feeling a little bit better just as a, as a continued update uh, from whatever germs uh, I brought back from Texas that have been kicking my ass the last couple of weeks. I, I'm still like slightly congested. I can breathe a lot better. I can tell you that much. Uh, I still have a, a bit of a lingering cough and like I just feel it in my chest every once in a while. Which uh, has been making working out really tough uh, to to get in this week. It's you know it's hard to do these things when you're you're having trouble breathing um, and not like shortness of breath or like I'm gasping for air. It's just when it is constant coughing um, that is uh, or, or phlegm. Um, not an awesome time to try and get some cardio in when that is. That is the state of the union with you is phlegmy and germy. So, uh, but that's out of the way. Uh, uh, for the most part, I'm feeling a lot better. I'm feeling much better than I did uh, last week and, and incredibly better uh, than I did two weeks ago. So it is, it's progress, right? And uh, and that's the name of the game here on this podcast here anyway is uh is trying to just really continue to make progress um which kind of oddly enough brings me into what it is that i wanted to sort of talk about this week uh on this episode and um and it's centered really around around challenging yourself um and i know that sounds kind of vague so i'll get into it uh with a little bit more detail in order to clarify and let you know kind of what it is uh, that I'm talking about and where where it is that my head is. Um, for anybody who's listened to this show for uh, any extended period of time, or even the shortest amount of time, uh, it's no secret that I am not exactly uh, the most positive of thinkers walking this earth. It is uh, it is real tough for me to. To think positively, it's real tough for me to get optimistic about things. Uh, I, I've, I mean, sure, just for for the for the purposes of keeping this simple, we can call me a negative thinker. All right, and and that it manifests in a number of ways, right? So one is me being what I like to consider a realist. Right, this is the way it is. The world sucks as it is. People are the worst as it is. So let's just prepare for the disappointment to come. And as a result of that sort of baseline mindset, 
Uh, it is really easy to assume the worst possible outcome uh, is is imminently awaiting me on the horizon. Uh, it's not that I want it to be that way. It's just life and my experiences have sort of dictated to me that is most likely the direction that we're heading in. Somebody's going to let you down. Somebody's going to hurt you. Somebody's going to disappoint you. And I get it. I get it. Especially saying it out loud. Right? Uh, not the best way to go through life. Is just waiting for shit to go bad or wrong or just waiting for the worst to happen. It's not, it's not, it's, and, and trust me, it's not fun for me either. I don't look forward to it. Uh, but it is very easy for me to go down the rabbit hole of all the ways that things can go wrong. And uh, it's not necessarily catastrophizing things. I don't sit here and, like, and assume the, like, the worst worst. You know, like, I don't walk into situations and I'm like, oh, well, you know, shit, everybody's gonna fucking die, right? Like, that's not where I'm at. I'm not, like... Oh, and then I do this and somehow I end up in prison, right? It's like, it's not like those sort of catastrophe, worst case scenarios. My worst case scenarios are typically just not the best outcome, right? It's typically a way of like, just things not going well for me. And as a result, it's easy for me to sort of go down the rabbit hole in those situations and embrace the negative thoughts that I have. And, you know, in one what may start at the at the edge of the rabbit hole as sort of this very small, very innocuous, just tiny little thing sitting on my shoulder saying, well, you know, did you think about that? Did you consider that? How come nobody sees this part of it? Can very quickly escalate to the next level and the level after that and the level after that. Because one bad thing leads to another. And that one leads to something worse. And then, it, you know, further and further down the rabbit hole I go. And before I know it, I, I'm super anxious about whatever it is that's happening. Um, and and it can affect um, my A, my overall mood, but especially dealing with this chronic GI condition, uh, it can also affect me physically because the stress and the anxiety and the worry and the concern and sort of racking my brain about how shit's going to go wrong can make me physically feel not great. Physically feel, uh, I won't even say ill because it's just, it's not that kind of a condition, but like it will affect how I feel physically uh, for the, for the immediate future afterwards. And so, you know, that, that hasn't been, a, a real positive development for me as this has sort of continued and I have, 
you know, learned more and more about where, how these things, um, how these things work hand in hand with one another. And so the, the problem that I have really run into uh, over time with sort of this baseline mentality is that I just sort of accept it as so. And I, over time, uh, have embraced the negative thoughts and accepted them. Because to me, my mind is just operating on a, a plane of reality that makes sense to me. And so that can be a real struggle to overcome. Because there's not a lot of hope in it. Uh, there's not a lot of positivity in it. And not to try and force those things into my life. But it, it's, it is sort of a downer of an existence that you are navigating at times when everything is somehow just going just gonna to end up in a pile of shit. Somehow everything's going to wind up ruined or sucky or or just, I mean, really just not what it is that you want it to be. And for, for a while now, uh, in therapy, uh, my therapist has been been really pushing me to to try to move away from a lot of it for good reason right it's not really a place that you want to stay in it's not really a a good healthy spot for my mind to continue to live in and operate in and so You know, the, the key to changing that is to create new habits and, and habitually new thought patterns, new perspectives, new ways of seeing things as they come up and thinking about them and processing them and, and so on and so forth. And so my therapist is long pushed me to challenge the negative thoughts. got to challenge the negative thoughts. You got to challenge them. You can't just leave them be. You can't just dive right into them. You can't just accept them as they are. Because in a lot of cases, in most cases, in probably like 97.6% of the cases, How you are negatively viewing them 
is not true. Especially for things that haven't happened yet. They're just, they're not rooted in a true reality. Their assumptions, their, their worries, their concerns, their insecurities, they are thoughts and feelings and emotions that have been brewing inside of you for years for a number of reasons. But a cycle has been created within you, and that cycle really does need to be broken. And we break it by challenging the negative thoughts. And not in some sort of like aggressive, accusatory, like I'm an idiot, how could I think like that, what's wrong with me, right? Like that's its own set of problems and is not really helpful. But the idea is that when my mind, my brain, when my thoughts arrive at some sort of premature negative conclusion, it's up to me to ask questions of it and in really to to interrogate it to interrogate the negative thoughts to a certain degree and try to poke holes in it and in doing so and seeing whether or not these these negative thoughts actually hold any sort of water I can find out what is actually real and sort of what is a concoction of my own self-doubt um, and just just negative approach to, to the situation. And granted, look, there are certain things that people have categorized over the years for me as me just being a negative thinker. You're just a negative thinker. You're just a negative thinker. You have to be more positive. Be solutions-oriented is what people used to say, especially in my work environment. I fucking used to hate it. Um, because for me, it, I wasn't being negative. I was just I was asking questions or raising possibilities that other people weren't even thinking about. So that is not necessarily, um, you know, being a negative thinker or having negative thoughts to sort of raise possibilities that nobody thinks at all could ever potentially happen within reason, within reason. Like, it's not like, oh, but and what if a plane falls on the place that we're at and ruins the birthday party, right? Like that, like those things are not... Uh, reasonably realistic. Could they happen? Sure. Will they happen? Most likely not. But even, let's even just use that as an example. Just while we're here. It's an extreme example, but let's just use it as an example 
to, I guess, sort of paint a picture of where my head could be at. Right? Oh, we're going to have a birthday party. Where are we having the birthday party? Well, let's have the birthday party outside. Okay, where are we going to have it outside? Well, the park has this sort of sheltered area. We can get it there. Okay, well, what about the weather that day? Well, it's covered, so we won't have to worry about rain. But what if it's really hot? What if there's bugs and bees coming after us or, or wasps? Or what if a plane crashes on? See, like, it's it's very easy to sort of pick up ideas on where this could go wrong. And at times I find myself doing it anyway because it's just how I have come about over the years. I'm supposed to take a cruise to Europe uh, with my wife and my kids later on this year. It's already booked up. My wife is very excited about going to Europe. She's been wanting to go to Europe for a while. I would like to make my my wife happy. Uh, the idea of going to Europe is a cool idea to me, right? And, and traveling is much more of a priority for my wife than it is for me. Um, primarily because it's me finding the motivation to do things. All right, when I'm there, I have a good time. I enjoy myself. But it's like the, the pulling the trigger on getting there, it's like it's overwhelmingly feels like a lot of work and effort. And, and, and that is, for me, like that's always the drawback. Is like, ah, I don't want to do all the things to have to make this thing happen. So I just won't do it. But that doesn't mean that my mind hasn't already started kicking into some overdrive about my worries and fears about traveling to Europe. I'm not saying that Europe is like some holy, horrific, dangerous place. But my condition factors into it, right? Being away from a home base and into the unknown, right? There's a lot of anxiety it, Inevitably kicks into that. Um, you know, once upon a time, I saw the movie Broke Down Palace. And so I got a certain amount of worries just about traveling overseas, period. Granted, that, that movie did not take place in Europe. Uh, but I also do not want to wind up in some type of foreign prison. Uh, serving horrific sentences for trafficking drugs that I didn't bring. Uh, look, watch the movie. Scare the shit out of you for overseas traveling. But there are also people, countless people, who travel overseas all the time. And none of these things happen to them. But in my mind, once again... Worst case scenario. For my therapist's blueprint, I am supposed to challenge that. Well, are you really, are you really realistically at risk of being arrested internationally? 
And what are the chances of this really happening? And it's not me invalidating any sort of concerns or worries. Once again, it's poking holes. How rational am I being in my thought process? Right? Is this is this a legitimate thing that could happen and that I should be worried about? Or am I being a fucking lunatic at the moment by throwing out all of these far-fetched possibilities that in a million years would probably never happen to me. And so these are all like larger scale sort of things. But when it comes to uh, on a smaller level, they also still exist because it's a similar pattern of, of thinking. Right? Assuming what people think. Is this person like you? Why don't they like me? What did I do? Is it because I did this thing that time? Or maybe I didn't do anything. Is it something else? Right? And so now, you're automatically... I'm put, A, I'm putting the blame on myself. But now, I'm going through all the possibilities of how I... I could have impacted this situation. I could have made it worse. How I'm responsible for it. And making all sorts of assumptions about the situation to, it's not even to make myself feel better. I guess it's to find some type of easy closure that I can, you know, pin on me because then at least I have an answer. The point being not to allow yourself to get pulled into and sucked down the rabbit hole. For me, it's easy for me to get pulled in and sucked down the rabbit hole. Uh, I've been doing better. I've been doing better at it. For a long time, it was a struggle. And we're talking years and years and years upon me being very quick to fall into the hole of negative thinking, self-blame, right? Probably some self-loathing in there. It's very easy for me to, to, to beat myself up along that process as well. Right, and we've talked about a lot about a lot of it here on the show, right? Self-esteem, you know, I see myself, people liking me, want to be validated, all of those things, right? And in order to while trying to seek it or reconcile some of it, it's negative thoughts that lead to negative thoughts that lead to negative reality in my head so i'm 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 trying to make a real concerted effort at this point in time in moving forward 
to push back on the rabbit hole. To challenge the negative thoughts. Because if I can poke holes in a variety of premises that I, I bring up, And I can start to see that some of these ideas, some of these thought patterns, are somewhat irrational. Then I can begin the process of building new habits that are a bit more positively geared. And that doesn't mean to have like blind optimism or ridiculous hope or fake positivity. But it does help set the stage to think that maybe things could work out or that they might be okay. And not just result in the worst possible fucking outcome that could ever have existed in this situation. So I put that to you as well. When these negative thoughts do enter into your mind. And they are front and center right there for you to sort of linger on and dwell on and not let go. Create that pushback for yourself. Challenge the very premises that you are putting forth. And if they stand up, if they stick, if they make sense, then so be it. That is what it is. But I think you'll find that it is a smaller number than once what you accepted it to be. So challenge, push back, break the negative thought, habit, and cycle. And try to make some progress, like I am. And, uh, and I think right there, uh, that I'll just call time and let it be what it is. So, some things to consider this week. I think, I think, like, it's, it's tough. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not easy. Especially when you have been this way for long enough. It is, it is tough to break bad habits. And, and that's, that's really what this is. It is. It's a bad habit that is now just sort of spun off into being a, a distorted sense of reality for you. So, put in the effort. Make the work. Let's see if you can 
draw some results like I have been. Because I, I will say, I, I am, as of late, I've probably been a little bit more positive than I have in quite some time. And, uh, and I haven't been fooled by some negative outcome that, Showed up in disguise, like, ha ha, tricked you, fooled you. And not to say that things have, have, have immediately uh, improved or been just awesome all the time, but I, I can say, by and large, I just, I feel a little bit better. And that's, I think that's sort of the name of the game. So, take that for what you want, and uh, let's see if it works for you as well. All right. Let's get ready to close out the show here. Um, make sure you follow me on Instagram. That's really the primary social media that I continue to use. So at the Mr. Donnelly. So the Mr. Donnelly all spelled out. Uh, that's where you can find me on Instagram. Instagram stories is probably my most active thing. So you can keep track of that. Uh, make sure you follow and uh, subscribe to the podcast. The vernacular changes depending on what podcast platform streamer thing that you use so just find the button when you're on there if you haven't already click it when you see you subscribe or follow and then this way you'll be set uh for future episodes of getting old quickly this way when they drop every single monday they're just right there waiting for you to listen to already delivered to you and you can check them out whenever it's uh, convenient for you to start listening so make sure you subscribe or follow in wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts uh and finally uh, if you find yourself in a dark place uh, or in crisis mode, whether it's yourself, family member, a friend, a loved one of some sort, and you need somebody to talk to, you really need some help, uh, the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline exists for those very moments. Uh, it's 1-800-273-TALK, so 1-800-273-8255, or you can also now just very simply dial 988 uh, in doing so, that'll connect you to a crisis counselor who's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So if you really need that help, uh, here it is. This is the resource to use. That's what it's there for. So use it if you need it. Uh, once again, that's the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, 1-800-273-TALK, or just very simply by dialing 988. All right, I'm going to get out of here for the week. Uh, i got some other things loaded up in the future weeks to talk about here um, that are in my mind. So uh, so prepare for that, and, uh, well, you know, we'll take it one show at a time. In the meantime, have it yourself. Uh, just a good week. All right, I'm Billy Donnelly. I'm getting old quickly. And just remember, getting old doesn't suck. It kind of just happens. Mm-hmm.